podcast. I am your host, Nakia Hines, and I deeply believe that we reach authentic healing through intentionality and candid conversations. I am so excited for you to hear today's episode, but even more excited that you are here with me on this journey to self-actualization. Let's get right into it. Happy, happy Monday, beautiful people. I always wonder to myself, are you going to get tired of saying happy Monday? Turns out I actually am not. Probably I've been saying this since at least 2020, I mean 2014 or 13, and it has not bored me yet. Um, so guess that's who I am. Anyway, I trust that as the sun is returning, as our days are getting longer, can't believe it's already April, but it is. I trust that you are well. I trust that you are taking care of yourself in a real way and that you are glowing from all of this vitamin D that is returning. Now, if you live in the Midwest, you actually may not feel the effects of the warmth and the vitamin D, but I know the sun is shining, okay? We have to just stay in gratitude, stay in gratitude. (laughs) But, you know, as for me in my house, I've been staying safe, even though there's like, you know, when you have a child that is young, especially when they go to school with children who are school aged, (sighs) people just be out here just sharing germs, okay? And that's no fun, but I am so happy that healing and abundance is on its way. It's knocking at your door. It's entering into your home without or with your consent. All right? Yes. Yes, friends. So last week, I challenged you all to step in your voices, to take up space. And I am so eager to hear how that's going. And as I was prepping for this week's episode, I realized that... Beyond questioning our voices as we take up space, like that, you know, when you think about imposter syndrome, many of us actually question just our very selves. And I was like, you know what? We might need to back up a little bit because sometimes the barrier to taking up space is actually the fact that it's like, I can't identify the space I'm supposed to take up if all I've been doing is shrinking my whole life. Like, what do you mean take up space? I don't understand what you're saying. And that mentality comes from, of course, the lies of all lies, but just this belief that you're not enough. And I can't tell you, like, I thought we were over that when we were talking about like four or five episodes ago. I thought this conversation was over, but this thing just keeps popping on up. So I'm like, okay, guess God's not through with us just yet. So we're, we're diving in. We're about to, oh, no, I was going to give you your vocal entendre for today, but I'm not going to sing a Trey Songz song. So we are going to dive in, but we're not going to dive in musically. Anyway, so here we go, y'all. In order for us to trust the value of our voices, of our space, of ourselves, we first have to trust in the dopeness God entangled with when he created us. And yes, I use that word entanglement. I know it's probably like so old at this point, but I've, oh, is she being messy today? Because what is going, why, why are Will and Jada in it? This has nothing to do with, why am I doing this? Sorry guys. Okay. We're going to move right along, but 
I did use the term appropriately. The dictionary is your friend if you don't believe me. Um, but too many of us spend far too long doubting our gifts, questioning our calling, and shying away from the light, the light that is us, all because of our dependence on certain excuse me, certain external opinions. I love when I stutter or trip over my words because that means I'm very hype. And that means I ha- my brain is moving faster than my mouth. And that's something I had forgotten about until uh, my homegirl, she showed me this meme and she asked me to look at it. And like, I read it and responded to it. And she was like, did you read it? Like, how- I just showed it to you. And I was like, I forgot. That was one of like my things I read so fast, but when I have to like take it from my brain and put it out into the space, it's like my brain and my mouth are on two different levels, okay? But I used to hate that about myself and now I'm like, no, that just means you're really excited and you have so much to share that you can't even calm down. So thank you for your grace is what I'm saying. All right. So what I just said, just in case you didn't miss it, because I was hopscotching all over it, is that too many of us spend so long doubting who we are, the amazing beings that we are, because we are dependent and have been dependent on other people, other people's kids. And of course, that means adults. But anyway, it could be children. But whether it's the opinion of loved ones, the validation of social media, or the desire to keep up with the quote-unquote Joneses, Living life based on the expectations and perceptions of other people will always, always, always result in a life that was never designed for you. Now, the problem with living life for other people is that it strips away our opportunity to find and then celebrate ourselves. Even when we have great intentions, allowing the perceptions of others to govern our lives will always resent result in self-sabotage y'all like for as long as i can remember i have always been driven to be a good example a good example for my siblings my cousins and even my friends and i was just so grateful for god's presence in my life that i wanted so desperately for them to see his light through me and then subsequently be inspired to live for him as well great in theory right It's just that, like, you know, that mentality turned unhealthy real quick as I started to make decisions based upon how I felt they would perceive me and how I felt God was going to move in their lives. As I grew older, my reliance on other people's acceptance transformed into a whole thing. Like, in order to be quote-unquote cool, I created images and personas to match whatever crowd I was with. During my college years, for example, I didn't want to appear as this unapproachable kingdom kid, so I watered myself down to make other people feel more comfortable around me in the way that I spoke and the things that I did. Like Even as I look back on some of those more cringy moments, there was literally always this aftershock of regret that I would have. In those moments when I didn't feel like my full self, I didn't operate as my full self. And so guess what? When I chose not to operate as my full self, I was choosing to actually diminish the light of God that I was sent down here for in the first place. God did not call us or send us to blend in. What does the word say? Be ye not what? Conformed by the what? World, but what? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Come on, saints. Come on, word. Come on, if it's not 
word led is not spirit fed. All right. Actually, it's if it's not spirit fed, it's not word led, but I guess it can work. However, I'm too hype, guys. I've had too much coffee. Anyway, I thought that back in those days when I was, you know, one foot in, one foot out, I thought that my straddling the fence was a great idea. Like I was worldly enough to pull people in, but not too holy to scare them away. I know this sounds so crazy to even think about the fact that I was like being so strategic and just living. Can you imagine how exhausting that is? Right? Huh. <sighs> Just talking about it wears me out because, like, girl, I just want to give my inner child a hug. Like, baby girl, you you carried a lot for good reasons. But, wow, that was heavy. So happy you put that down. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm keeping this all the way real with you all because I know this has been a struggle for so many other people. I can't keep that covered because of, like, whatever. It, yeah, of course, it's embarrassing, but it's also human. And none of us are perfect or even close to it, but we can be in purpose and your destiny is tied to someone else's. So even if you feel like, mm, I want to share this thing, but it's kind of like cringe. If you keep feeling the nudge to share it, just go ahead and share it. You never know what you will do. Remember a couple episodes, we give the output. However, the product of that output has nothing to do with us. We just got to be responsible to the Lord. And y'all, I've said this before, but I have always been aware of God's call on my life. Unfortunately, though, I was also intimidated by how other people would react to me operating in purpose for just as long. So it was like doing this dance of understanding that that thing wasn't letting me go, but also being like, well, people act like I'm an alien when I operate in my purpose. So I guess I have to choose to you know, satisfy the perceptions of other people. Most of the time, these insecurities were rooted in some sort of trauma. And I won't get into it. You know, I love to talk about a good trauma-informed moment, but most of the time that stuff has occurred during our childhoods and we didn't have language or understanding to understand what was being held on us, which is why years later, decades later, we look back on our childhood and have to heal from them because now we understand the pain and, you know, the harm that was caused. But anyway, when we don't have firsthand examples in our lives, especially not in our immediate or extended families of what purpose-driven lives look like, what walking in your light looks like, what taking up your space actually looks like, we tend to settle for living below our potential because it feels safe to remain in our comfort zones. I hate to break it to you, but nothing great, of course, has ever been birthed in a comfort zone. If we really want to operate in the purpose that has been placed in us as children of God, we have to understand that we have an audience of one. That's it. That's all. When he is pleased with us, nothing else matters. That's the first step to living free and owning your dopeness. Now, something that I also really live by is not to be too invested in the yeses or the noes, the claps or the boos, because, you know, of course, everyone likes to talk about don't listen to your haters, don't give them, pay them any mind, don't give them any attention. 
But you can also be unequally yoked with the validation of others. If people are telling you, oh my gosh, I really love what you said. Oh my gosh, I love this. I love that. Blah, blah, blah. Not in a disrespectful way, but et cetera, et cetera. Then you are basing your, um, how do you say it? Your worth, how you move on what somebody else likes. And even if it's in alignment for a little bit, there's always going to be a fork in the road where you have to decide, am I going to choose what I feel is best for myself or what people continue to ask for me? So that's why it's so important to know who you are, because if you don't know who you are deep down to the core of it, you are always going to have somebody else in the driver's seat telling you who you are, where to go, what to do, and so forth. All right. Now, I know I keep on or not keep on, but I have gassed up that first woman above experience that I had in 2019, but it really was life changing. Like I have so many notes just from that one experience and it wasn't all even from what was shared, but it was like the Holy Spirit was dealing with me in a way that had never happened. So it was definitely a life changing moment for me. But one of those gems that was shared explicitly was from SJR, which is Sarah Jakes Roberts. And she was like, she dropped this gem and she was like, she wanted God to reveal everything about her to her that she didn't already know. And I was like, oh, let me sing that one up to the king too. Because like, we have to ask God to show us how he sees us. Once we do that, we will never question our dopeness again. The view that we have, if it's shaped by the people down here with us, the people who did not create us, who did not implant a purpose in us, who did not say, mm, they're very necessary for this time, this space, this season, this year, etc." That perception will always be jacked up. If our perception is also only based on our flesh, on the things that we want to accomplish, on the things that we want to prove to other people, that also will be a deficit understanding of who we really are. But when our prayer is, Lord, show me everything about myself that you want me to see so that I understand fully who I am. Let me tell you right now, the game changes. Try it. Try. Of course, I'm saying this because I want you to try it. We think we know ourselves, but God told us he knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. He knew us before we could even have a brain to try to know who we are. Right? So we got to dead that whole, like, I can do it all. I can do it all myself. You can't. You can't do it all yourself. Let's just spoiler alert that right now. You cannot, but you know the one who can. If you are feeling especially stuck in a season, scale out a little bit and ask God to show you what you need to see. Stop trying to operate in your own power, strength, and ability because that's just never going to be enough. I said it and I'm not going to apologize because that's the truth of the matter. Unless you made yourself and you brought yourself here and you heal yourself and you make yourself breathe and you allow yourself to just continue to do all the life-changing things that have happened. But if God did that, I need you to put some respect on his name and understand that he can also show you some things about yourself that you haven't quite seen yet, my friend. Okay? And I'm just so hype about this because when I did that, I never questioned my dopeness again. And it wasn't in a, what is the word, arrogant way. It was in an assured way. 
because now my responsibility has to, it shifted in a way that I feel like I have to show up in the way that I was created. Otherwise, I will be doing a disservice to my time here on earth. So I need you to really let that sink in, eat it up, spit it out, chew it again. Like that was disgusting, but you understand what I'm saying. Please, y'all, I'm for real about this because the shackles that broke off of my life after he started responding to that prayer were almost tangible. Like even now, it's almost indescribable, but he just started revealing every truth he said about me in the word and then challenging me on it. If I'm really a, a Bible believer, that means I really have to release all guilt from past mistakes and truly believe in my newness in God. If you want a scripture reference, because I don't know if we did that last time, 2 Corinthians 5.17, check it out. I needed to start boldly operating in my unmistakable light, Matthew 5.14. And it was time for me to start bearing fruit unabashedly. That one is John 15, 16. And you know what? Here are some more truths that God has spoken over all of us. God's plan for us include a future filled with peace and hope. Jeremiah 29, 11. He didn't call you out here to be stressed out, depressed, nutrient deficient, broke. I don't, I don't know what other negative words are because that's not my story anymore. He didn't call you to anything but peace and hope. He didn't call you to be on the struggle love bus. He didn't call you to be out here giving yourself to anybody who will take it. He didn't call you to be chaos and confusion. You are wonderfully and fearfully made. That's Psalms 139 verse 5. You will make it through anything because you're more than a conqueror. That's Romans 8 37. You are royalty. That's 1 Peter 2 9. You are chosen. That's John 15 16. And I'm only giving you the word because really that's the foundation upon which I stand. So if I'm giving you all of this uh, energy, all of this quote unquote wisdom, I have to let you know where it came from. This ain't for me. But what happens when we start to speak these truths over ourselves? The thing that I love so deeply, it's a revelation that I had. And who knows, I may have shared this with you. It's very possible because it really meant a lot to me when I received um, this revelation. But if I believe, if my, I was going to say pedagogy because you know I'm an educator, but we're not doing that right now. If my theology or whatever, my beliefs are that, you know, Jesus died, he came, he died, he rose again, he came for me um, to live abundantly, Jesus can heal. If I can believe all of that, Jesus can say, if I believe all of that, because that's in the word, I got to believe every other thing that's in that word too. So when God starts speaking good to me, when he starts telling me about the beauty he created in me, I have to believe that. That's my responsibility because he's not a respecter of person, but my pastor says he respects principles and these are the principles he wants us to live by. But too many of us as believers specifically be walking in the world confused and lost because we were so busy being raised in churches based on performance instead of getting into the word. The word is the manual. So if you sitting here praying, Jesus, save me from this man. Jesus, save me from this depression. Baby, get in your Bible. Jesus already did that. But faith without works is dead. 
So you got to understand the word. Faith, of course, comes by hearing. You hear me speaking to you. You heard me say some of them scriptures to you. And then we got to do something. We have to put our money where our mouth is. We have to really be about living the way he called us to live. There's no excuse anymore, especially if you're listening to this podcast episode and you're like, mm. I was just thinking about how can I possibly get my life together? This is not a coincidence. The reason I'm hype is because I want you to own your dopeness and fully walk in your light. This stuff that I was saying, that is what God said about you, not just me. And if you claim to be one of his children and you've accepted him in your life as your Lord and Savior then it's your responsibility to put your faith in action and walk boldly in the truth that has been spoken over you, my girl. If you trust in God's word, you have to trust that what he says about you is true. Everything he said about you is fact. You are the head and not the tail. You are a lender and never a borrower. I need you to put your chin up, queen. If you're a man, king, there, there's your insertion. <laughs> but it's for real, y'all. It's really time for us to radiate that dopeness for the whole world to see. It's not for us to put on a performance. It's not for us to get back at somebody to prove to somebody that, that, that they were wrong. It's for us to just accept what we are. That really is what it is. That's when you know you're grounded. Because I think that arrogance is when we're trying to prove something, when we're trying to show somebody we better than them. Uh, when we are like, Ugh, you are beneath me. But when you are assured and you have assurance in who you are, all you're doing is accepting. You are accepting what and who you were created to be. That's just the truth of the matter. So I'm not going to give you a challenge this week. I do hope that you soak in this. I mean it from every fiber in my body, if you can't tell and i only mean it because i understand how hard it is when you look at yourself and you might see a beautiful face but you don't feel beautiful you don't feel worthy you don't feel amazing you don't feel dope i understand how hard that is especially if you're feeling lost and especially if you keep saying oh, i just keep feeling this tug on me i keep feeling there's more but people are acting like it's really weird for me to just really step into who i want to be and i might lose these friends let me tell you every friend that i have lost i have given a sayonara to every person that i'm and i'm not kidding and we're gonna wrap this thing up i just did the wrap up circle but this just came to me because this is real. And I just feel like there's somebody in their 20s right now listening to me. I wish I knew this in my 20s. I wish I knew this when I was trying to conform to how I thought other people wanted me to act so I could keep my friendships. When I think about where I am right now in my life, the things that I do, the places I get to go, the opportunities that I've received, hallelujah. But for real, for real, the season of life that I'm in and the person I am today, the people that... I am no longer in relationship with the friendships that have expired. I promise you, I was thinking about this the other day. Those exact people would not fit where I am right now. Like I couldn't even see us being in any type of collaboration. Those relationships just would be so like misaligned with who I am today. So stop holding so tight to something that has expired in your life. Seasons change. People grow. The people who are meant for you, they will stay. 
I promise you. And sometimes we have to let go for a season, but if they're meant, they really do double back. Everything, every ending doesn't have to be dramatic either. It's okay to release because when you're holding so tight to something that is not meant for you, that is expired, all you're doing is making your fingers tired, number one, and then you're not allowing yourself to release and receive what is for you. But first, you have to believe that you are worthy of these things. I cannot force you to believe it, but I am encouraging you to believe it. I hope that you speak over yourself with some positive affirmations this week. And I just appreciate y'all so much for listening. You're dope. You're amazing. Okay, bye.